So, Paul, it's been a while, but I feel like we should go back to the question game, especially because of what we're about to talk about in humans. So, if mm-hmm. there was a Greek mythological character who could be a superhero, who would you want it to be? Oh, gosh, there's so many. Um, yeah, because they've got Medusa and they mentioned Gorgon as well. Um, my first thought is the Minotaur, because, I mean, that's yeah. already, like, a kind of super villainy thing anyway. Yeah. It? Yeah, and I I quite like the idea that he could be a tortured soul, you know, misunderstood. And he, like, a bit like the the Riddler, he, like, compulsively makes mazes, like, (laughs) desperately, that people have to, like, have to find their way through. It's some kind of, like, sadist fetish of his, maybe. I like it. He could be, like, a cross between Riddler and Jigsaw. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Jigsaw, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be horrifying. (laughs) This is this is Marvel, not for kids. This is Netflix-style Marvel I'm thinking of here. <laughs> Maybe it's DC. I've lied. <laughs> um, and ba- Bacchus. I mean, Bacchus would be hilarious, wouldn't he? Like, he could just sort of touch you and suddenly you're right, really drunk mm, <laughs> and not able to do anything. Like, he doesn't kill people because he's too fun and he's like a sort of wisecracking superhero, but he can debilitate them with the powers of alcohol. <laughs> That's good. And also it would mean they could get some nice funding in the form of like alcohol advertisements in the... Yeah. yeah. He's like, that here, looks- have an Amstel. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of Aphrodite just sort of slinking about. Mm, yeah. What would she do? I feel like she'd be like a... Oh, you don't watch Stargate, but isn't, I'm sure maybe it is her. No, it'll be... It'll be a different version, an Egyptian version of Aphrodite, but she has a power where she can just control men. Just, just of, men? Just men, yeah. Mm. But we can make it more modern and she can control anyone <laughs> if we want. That could be fun to characterise her. She could be characterised as like a sort of bra-burning second-wave feminist, like a, mm. a really sort of, like, like a really kind of damaged one who's really... Yeah. um uh, unhappy and then maybe like other female friends kind of help her to kind of make peace with whatever trauma she's had um and then she's like you know what I'm going to use my powers for good not for evil I like that yeah and we could characterize it well, I don't know she's got all those shells and stuff going on hasn't she so it could be only in the famous painting and now much later <laughs> that was the renaissance the shells involved like maybe she opens half and an extreme of illustrated shells come out when she's near men and that's how she controls them <laughs> i guess the gods they're they're already got superpowers haven't they they're already, like like yeah. you could have zeus and he's like you know pa- pa- mm-hmm. powers the, the sky and that and then poseidon brings in like a wave or something like that yeah um, yeah so it's a rich atlas. selection atlas is pretty good yeah super strong super strong he's basically hulk but about the the drama yeah <laughs> superman maybe yeah, <laughs> like yeah that's superman. better <laughs> and then obviously oedipus but i feel like that's a problematic road to go down what what happens does he like every every woman he sleeps with suddenly becomes his mother yeah <laughs> yeah it's the worst sitcom ever <laughs> there's other there's like minor ones like um uh who t- gets turned into a spider by um a oh. is it she's like arachne or something because where we get the word arachnid from yes i think you might be right with that so yeah she, she could be a sort of like spider woman oh spider yeah there we go spider man yeah. <laughs> i was like how original is this a, a person who's also a spider like this is so new oh no wait that's been done <laughs> well, but we could do it with actual like they've got all the legs we never get that it's always just someone who can do the cool bits without being a mutant 
That would be, she really like drew the short straw there, if that's the case, didn't she? Like Spider-Man gets to be like, have like the cool moves and he still gets his like human body, whereas she's, she's literally turned into a spider with a human head. Yeah, but think how useful those arms could be. That's, yeah, yeah. And she can, she can scuttle. She yes. Scuttles. Oh, yeah, I like that. And also it'd be a good one for Spider-Man to come up against, because he'll be like, whoa, this is, this is the reality of what actual spider superpowers look like. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and there was who else was I thinking of there? Um, the guy who makes the wings, Prometheus. Is Prometheus. that him? No, Icarus. Icarus. Like you know, a father-son um, uh, duo who mm. fly. But it ends badly. <laughs> it does end badly. Maybe they get some redemption. Maybe Deedless dies, and Icarus brings him back to life as a flying man. Oh, cute. Yeah, let's do that. Like a okay. Frankenstein kind of thing. I, I love coming up with these stories and just, like fucking around with Greek myths. <laughs> I know. And there's, there's obviously Hypnos or Hip... Is that how you say it? Hypnos? I don't know that one. Hypnotising powers. Ooh. So that would be fun. Mm. Yeah, I think we've got most of the good ones, to be honest. Like you say, the gods would be the easiest way in. Mm. Mm. I would like a Medusa who's actually got the snakes because I feel like that's cooler the, for me. The Medusa in Inhumans was disappointing. I was expecting more snakes and uh, maybe like turning people to stone. That would be good, like right? That. Yeah. 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 But no, she just has lovely long hair. That she does. But for, only for like one episode. We'll go into the many, many issues we have with Inhumans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't we do that actually? Because I feel like there are many, many issues and there's only so much time. Hello, and welcome to The Marvel Virgin, a podcast all about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. My name is Paul, and I'm a Marvel Virgin. And my name is Kaylee, and I'm a Marvel whore. For each episode, Paul is watching a Marvel movie or TV series for the very first time, and with my help, we'll be delving into the good and not-so-good aspects of the MCU, and navigating the secrets and intricacies of this big and complex universe. If you'd like to send in any questions, comments, factoids, or even if you'd like to correct anything we've said, after all, we're not perfect, then you can tweet us at The Marvel Virgin. We'd love to hear from you. Enjoy the show. Um, so Work well, after, after watching Inhumans, I, uh, I'm going to assume it's, it's generally not spoken of. <laughs> people pretend it didn't happen really <laughs> i think everyone pretends it didn't happen i'm surprised it's on disney plus um yeah i mean but do you know what uh, like iron fist was bad and watch but watching that it was like exhaustingly bad i was like this is just it's really tedious the character's unlikable um it's it's just not frightening it's not exciting blah blah, blah. Whereas with this, I kind of enjoyed watching it because it was like laughably bad. Like oh, yeah. you laughed at it. It's like, I wish we could have been like, obviously lockdown does not permit, but I wish we could have been together because it's a good, bad show to watch with someone and just mock. Literally, I I ended up just making a list of all the bits that made me laugh that obviously were not intended to make me laugh. And this, <laughs> gives, this gives our listeners at home who haven't seen Inhumans a sense of how amateurly this has been made and how <laughs> crap it is. <laughs> yeah. um, so the first bit was when they get the flashback to a young Black Bolt and Black Bolt has the power with his voice to sort of oh, no. like, yeah. uh, like uh, it sends out like a seismic wave or something. It's really devastating if he speaks, so he cannot speak. But he 
his young self accidentally kills his parents by being like, <laughs> why? Like that. And it's the way it was shot. His parents just flew out of the camera. Angle. I know. It's <laughs> so terrible. And you're like, why is this? Why? And why like, myself? I wish I could make this disappear. <laughs> he just, always, why? And they go, whoa. <laughs> they just fly away. And I was like, this is meant to be such an emotional moment, but I'm just absolutely pissing myself. This is so funny. Um, the other next bit was this was just really bad writing. Like when they're on, uh, when Medusa's on Earth and she's contacting Crystal, and um, Crystal's found like a com link in order to contact her and stuff. But then Medusa goes, They wanted you to find the com link, it was a setup, they're tracing the call. And Crystal's reaction is literally, Oh, damn it, sorry. And Medusa's like, That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Crystal has some terrible lines. There was a bit that made me laugh, and she said, Obviously, it's meant to be a very dramatic reveal, and it's the genetic council. And she said, Maximus is king of no one. And you're like, oh, burn. She's oh, my God. That was on my list. Yes, Maximus <laughs> is king of no one. <laughs> I was like, can you imagine writing that line and thinking you've done such a good job? I also love the flashbacks to Maximus as a boy talking to his father, who was the king. And Maximus, and Maximus wants to be king desperately. He doesn't like that. His older brother is going to be king. So he's he's basically openly saying to his father, I want to be king. What Would I be king if my brother died? Like that. <laughs> and and the, 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 there's no, that's not picked up on at all. The father's just like, no, you wouldn't. And just like, just takes that thought out of his head. That does, like Maximus <laughs> is not going to do anything about that information. <laughs> that's not worrying at all. We'll just let him carry on with his evil schemes. I imagine if I went to my parents and was like, do I get everything if my sister dies? And they'd be like, why are you asking? <laughs> yeah, that seems like a strange question to have on your mind. Uh, yeah, he's the bad parenting continues. That's a very much a big theme of Marvel, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Par parenting is not great. And I mean, it's both like bad parenting and badly written parenting as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no good relationships in this world. Yeah. Yeah, so th that was just a few. Oh, no, another one was Maximus. When Gorgon dies and then comes back to life, Maximus says to him, Gorgon, you're alive. And Gorgon's reply is, so are you. <laughs> it's, like, honestly, okay. <laughs> it's honestly the worst thing ever. And you know what the sad thing is? When, it, when the trailer first came out, people were quite excited because mm. like a lot of money was poured into this. IMAX put so much money to this. They went the first two episodes. If it was going to be the next Game of Thrones, they were going to mm. air the first two. And they had like, you know, they got a Game of Thrones character cast member. They've got like a very cool medieval looking world. And everyone's like, oh, it's going to be a man. And, it, and then it was this. And you're like, oh, where did that money go? Where did it's, it go? Yeah, because it, it looks cheap as well. It, 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 it They didn't do anything. I mean, even if you don't have enough money, there are ways to kind of make it look quite good. Um, but I feel, yeah, it just, it looks really cheap. The, the, um, they, they seem to have one set on Atalan. They and it do. was just that yeah. corridor with a room at the end, basically. <laughs> and they, and the, Maximus just spends the whole time walking around it and saying evil things to evil people. And that's yes. that's about it. The evil, yeah. I, I think why people would, would have been excited, though, because the concept's quite fun. It I looks think. like the Game of Thrones of Marvel, doesn't it? So it does look cool. But, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. And also, I found it hard to be, like, to anti-Maximus because the inhuman royal family literally is built on like a caste system of slavery so I was like maybe we don't want them to be in charge which they threw in in like they episode just, seven 
Yeah. And, and, but because I, I was asking myself, why is Maximus able to stage this coup? Yeah. How, is he, how does he have so many followers? This has not been explained. Then all of a sudden, episode seven, they're like, oh, by the way, everyone in Atalan actually hates the royal family because it's like a massive social hierarchy right now. Um, yeah. And, and I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, if you don't have superpowers, you have to go work in the toil in the mines forever. Yeah. And you don't even see it. You're just told it as well, which I'm like, well, can we see some of this injustice, maybe? <laughs> yeah. And also, like, why are we very much being told to be on their side? They're awful people. I was like, I kind of want him to do a full Rasputin and end the royal family. <laughs> I know. <laughs> maybe, yeah. That it's, yeah. It was clumsy, so clumsy and badly thought out. And, the, the idea was quite good in that because like, they had the royal family living on Atalan and then all of them kind of end up in individual storylines on Earth and mm. they've never been to Earth before. So I thought maybe they could get in some humour about them trying to adapt to Earth. No, it's like, it's like they've been on Earth the whole time. They're just, all they do is just look at things strangely and then they know how to use a telephone. Well, they're probably as well very judgmental, like, oh, these pesky, normal humans. I wish they were all slaves toiling away in their minds. Yeah. <laughs> Is the superiority? Uh, it's a such a weird, such a weird adaptation. And I, uh, I mean, we'll get into this with plot, but like, mm. with um, oh god, his name's just falling out my brain. Black Bolt with Black yeah. Bolt in the comics, they make it so like there's ways he can communicate. Like he loses his powers for a while, and he can talk and mm. you know stuff like this. But in this, he's just mute the entire time and he and it's the actor is um trying to really show that he cannot speak by basically pursing his lips together but he looks constipated the whole time i know and i'm like oh can't we just come up with some way of him communicating because he's the main character and there's no like it's not like he's even signing or anything he's just mm. deadpan staring at the screen i don't think that's the way we need this to happen it makes him very boring I know I agree yeah yeah everyone was so one note um like I probably the only character that I really thought had okay didn't have depth but the acting was a little bit better was probably Karnak um, yeah he had the he had the most interesting power and the power that they like explored a little bit more compared to the others but even then that's that's scraping the bottom of that barrel of quality that is <laughs> I know I know because when you're going I was going through like what did we like about it and I was like so hard to say but I like silliness of it obviously mm. but I don't think that was intended like it was ridiculous they should have just called it ridiculously stupid humans who aren't humans <laughs> silly humans <laughs> silly humans watch this laugh and then move on with your lives but yeah should we do sorry we'll do plot just... let's go into some plot so inhumans is about a race of uh in the, the race of inhumans who are like various powerful beings and they live on the moon in a city called Atalan that's hidden from human eyes. It's like an invisible they, city. They do like to say the word Atalan a lot in this series. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God, I can't, I, you noticed it too. I was like, how many times am I gonna hear, hear the word Atalan in this? It was literally Atalan, 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 Atalan the whole time. I was like, this is exhausting now. I know, even like Chris just watched a clip of it because I was trying to explain how bad it was. And he was like, why do they keep saying Atalan? I was like, I know. It's just in this one clip as well. Just, oh, yeah, li yeah, literally. They, I'm like, I get it. You live on Atalan. You love Atalan. I get it. Calm down. All <laughs> no right. No chance of us forgetting the name, though, because it's burned into my brain. I know. Um, the Inhumans are ruled over by a royal family who make our royal family look like the most modern, wonderful <laughs> thing in the world. Um, the king is Black Bolt, who is a guy who 
has a voice that causes destruction if he is like a sort of causes like massive earthquakes and stuff if he speaks so he cannot speak but he has a sort of alien sign language that he does i know um, but also it just seems like a mistake to make him king does it not it does really i'm like it's <laughs> kind of dangerous isn't he like <laughs> kind of dangerous and also like anyone could just be like oh that's what the king said this they could just yeah. misinterpret his his rules on purpose and then he he couldn't do anything about it he'd just have to be like but I suppose that's something they could have gone into. Like we said before, they have this caste system uh, that's quite kind of full of injustice, which they don't mention until episode seven. Yeah. But they could have actually had that from the beginning. So you kind of think, yeah, there is this is like a badly run society. But no, it's all the royal family is presented to us as wonderful and yeah. good. And these are the good guys. And Maximus is the king's brother, who is he's not an inhuman. So that all people in Atalan go through the terogenesis. Yes, it's those crystals that we saw. crystals, yeah, there's always crystals. And then they come out with powers and Maximus hasn't, so he's a bit sort of pissed off about that one. Well, you would be, wouldn't you? I like to think his powers are just like bitterness and maybe slightly smart, smart, more smart than other people. Yeah, yeah. He's also Ramsey Bolton, so I feel that like everyone should have known that he was going to be a dickhead from the start. But he's he's playing it as Ramsey Bolton, but I'm like, but you're not going to flay anyone alive. This is obviously aimed at kids. <laughs> yeah, they've even said that. I mean, I would have liked it if he hadn't done the voice that he does. Yeah, I just, yes, they all had these weird accents that went all over the place, which I'm guessing they were trying to get the alien aspect in, but it sounded like he just couldn't do an American accent. Yeah, I know. I was like, I'll just do... Just do Ramsey, because at least we know you're menacing when you're being Ramsey Bolton, whereas, I don't know, he just, it's very off-putting, the voice. Yeah, yeah. But he, did very... it, he was one of the better actors in it. I'm going to give him credit where it's due. He's he's giving it his all. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying really hard. we got to give him credit for trying. <laughs> better than bloody Black Bolt, who just kind of looks wide-eyed at everything and, like, mm. constipated, like I said. Um the queen, the king's wife, the queen is Medusa and she has hair that can move and beat people up. Um, and <laughs> I thought this actress gave nothing to this, in my opinion. She was just frozen at all times. <laughs> it was even when her hair was attacking people. I would have leaned into that and been like, oh, my hair's doing this. But no, she's just stood yeah. there while her she hair spend, doesn't look like... She spends a vast majority of it with no hair at all because it all gets shaved off. So, well, yeah, because they can't afford the animation budget, one assumes. Uh, yeah, hair is notoriously difficult to tangled. In fact, yeah. it was basically tangled. Tangled did the fighting with the hair better than she tangled did. Tangled and, and brave. Brave, like yeah. brave was brave was the Pixar film where they were like, look, we can do hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, um, yeah. The Queen's sister is Crystal, who is basically just a human um Starbucks girl from California. Um, yes. And she can do magic things. And she has a giant teleporting dog as well. Called Lockjaw. <laughs> Lockjaw, yeah. And he's not in it very much as well, presumably because the budget would not allow. He's a plot point. So yeah. he gets people from A to B with his transporting skills. And then he falls asleep. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Crystal is very obviously been put in there for like the youngest people to mm. be, to like, they're hoping that like young girls will identify with her and young boys will like her because she's very pretty. But yeah, again, but she's completely unidentifiable, so it did not work. Just, uh, just <laughs> blends in with the background completely. It was yeah. Um, we had Karnak as well, who I don't get how he's related. I guess I guess he's like a cousin or something. 
at this yeah. point. I don't know. Um, he sees the fault in things. So he can sort of, he sees what's wrong, it, not just in electronics and stuff, but in kind of like fights and and what is the best option and stuff like that, which I thought was quite an interesting power. Yeah, you can like see the weakness in anything, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And it, like when he's fighting, if something goes wrong, he can then kind of reverse it by looking back on it and saying, oh no, that's like, yeah. that, that shouldn't happen. Actually, I need to be standing over there and then this will happen. A bit like um, playing a chess game. You've got to look at all like the different moves and possibilities and think, actually, I need to get the bishop over here. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I kind of got it like he wasn't related, but he's like a Jafar, like a, like a, a, not, not a, a non- A good Jafar. <laughs> a good Jafar who's like an advisor. A, a vizier, yeah. yeah. Although if you're a grand vizier, you're not a good person. A grand vizier uh, is always bad. <laughs> it's true, but they're all evil as we've like realised now, so it's fine. You can be a grand always. vizier. Um, there's also Gorgon who's, super big and super strong yes love it, really and there's triton who's a fish man as well but he looks the most non-human and he's the one they send to earth to do the secret earth mission it makes no sense to me i'm like why would you send him send anyone else yeah it's a good Don't point send him. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's literally green <laughs> he can't go down there I, yeah that yes that does not make sense does it yeah <laughs> I didn't even notice that I was I, I actually like I started the episode I was like there is a green man on a mission in on earth I get it <laughs> and he's gone for about eight episodes or whatever it is six episodes seven episodes. I can't remember when he comes back but it's like yeah. what's the point what's the point of having him we've all forgotten he exists at this point exactly we think he's dead for a long time it turns out he's alive it turns out he was he already knew about this coup that Maximus stages or something like that I, by this point I wasn't really concentrating on plot I was like this is just things are happening wonderful things are happening. lovely well, enjoy it they're over <laughs> us <laughs> um so in Atalan uh, the royals are a bit worried about a moon rover that they found which might reveal them to the people of earth um and that's something that sort of vaguely comes back into it later on I feel like they could just turn it around send it traveling off a different direction yeah 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 because they I, I guess it was a way for the writers to be like we want to show that they want to stay secret and yeah. um and we do, they don't they consider themselves to be separate humans they're like they're like the um, they're like king triton in the little mermaid like he's <laughs> like no humans are bad <laughs> they are very like that um but maximus stages a coup against the royal family um and at this point for reasons that of a kind of vague and uh, you're not really sure how he's just he's just disgruntled and he's a bad younger brother so he decides to stage a coup <laughs> yeah well, um, they, didn't they have that bit with the like you see what terrigenous transformation looks like and there's yeah. that little boy and a little girl and mm. the little boy comes out like with no changes and he has that vision of the snakes yeah so he touches uh, he obviously his power is obviously he sees inside people's soul or something uh, I'm pretty sure they send him to the mines, don't they? They're like mm. rubbish, telepathy, or whatever it is. Or can't use you for anything, can we? <laughs> no, off you go. But the snakes was an interesting vision. Snakes, yes. So he he then touches Maximus and sees Maximus with lots of surrounded by lots of snakes, and also yeah, like nobody's like, um, oh maybe maybe Maximus is a bad person. Yeah, it's just they just carry on with their lives. <laughs> I think it kind of makes him sound like he's the good one and they're the snakes. I'm like, it, it uh, makes him seem like he's the good guy, but... A dual reading, interesting. Yeah, well, also because we know that kid's going to be sent from the mines, I'm like, to him, Maximus is a hero. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Good point. But, you know, they don't go into any of this, do they? 
Why would they? Why would they? It's important not to do deep character analysis in these shows. Yeah. <laughs> but one by one, the royal family have to flee Atalan and uh, they uh, get teleported by the giant teleporting dog to various places. Um, okay. And then they all have their own sort of mini adventure each before they eventually um, come back together, which I was like, that's a good idea. You could have got yeah. so much humour and so much character development into that. But no, there is neither. <laughs> Why would you do it? <laughs> Waste of everyone's time. Literally. Um, so Karnak is with the drug people. He mm. kind of. I enjoyed and... the drug people because I thought that was funny that they just were never going to understand each other. No, yeah, and although he, he kind of very the, the the lady who's with them, I'm like, why are you with them? You're not you're not really a part of this. You're just suddenly in love with this guy, and um, yeah. So he kind of falls in love with this woman who obviously doesn't really want to be there or doesn't really fit in with it, and then. That one of the other the other guy who's kind of leading it always a total psychopath and ends up killing trying to killing the other guy and that tries to kill them too. Um, but Karnak also bumps his head, which means he can't see the fault in things anymore. So yeah. he has to deal with the fact he doesn't have his power, which that's a bit more interesting. This is why I think he's probably the character they put the most into, but mm. even though there's still not much there. Um yeah. I read someone on Reddit was like, I think this is really stupid that they had locked your take all the royal family away because mm. it meant that they couldn't stay and like even attempt to battle the coup in its early stages they could probably have pulled it mm. back but they were literally all whisked away by this dog and dumped on earth that probably ha- maybe that happened a bit too quickly i don't i don't know i quite like that they all then have to hide on earth while things get both bad to worse it's like a, a a sort of um the shakespearean structure of things are going bad in this world so we're going to go into this other world for like a majority of the play like in as you like it midsummer night's dream and then go back into atalan at the end to kind of resolve everything or maybe in shakespeare's case everything gets magically resolved anyway but in their case they then go back to it so i quite like that i love that you just compared inhumans to shakespeare what can i say i'm i'm trying to think of things nice things to say about it well done that was amazing the shakespearean plot device that it was using yeah that's what they were doing that's why we don't get it it's a shakespearean plot device that crops up in so many things no matter what the quality is (laughs) i loved um i loved black bolt um doing that little like and that's how he ends up getting arrested when he gets tased yeah 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 so he ends up getting arrested um and obviously again just keeps looking constipated whilst having his hands in the air and stuff i thought it was so funny um but he escapes from the prison with the help of another inhuman who's in there and also a doctor called dr declan um who's the guy from lost the scottish guy from lost isn't he yeah and i'm pretty sure is he called declan in lost or something like that isn't he he's desmond in Lost. desmond yeah so and uh, Karnak is, I think he was Miles in Lost. I think his name was Miles. Oh, look at them all trying to get a new show that would be good and they would <laughs> fail. Feel so bad for them all. Yeah, I, I just feel like so far Black Bolt's only two, <laughs> only two little bits are like him killing his parents stupidly. Why? Or whatever it is he says, boom, they're gone. And then also yeah. grunting. That's it. That's all we've seen. It's very embarrassing. They can't do a lot with him because he can't communicate to anyone at this stage. No, I know. I feel like he should... a bit stuck. And they didn't, like, get any kind of humour into that, of any kind of misunderstanding or any of that stuff. They could have been so much more, but no, they can't. They can't possibly give him a sense of humour. He's the hero. (laughs) 
he's basically Ariel, but yeah, she had a sense of humor. She was using forks to brush her hair. Like they could have given him something like that. Exactly, exactly. But no, they didn't. Um, what else is there? Uh, oh yeah, Crystal meets some farmer bloke who I think he's meant to be about seventeen, but he's blatantly about thirty-three. Yeah. Um, and is just like insanely American. He's like he's like every every person's wet dream. This guy. He's like. <laughs> He's like, I got a farm and a barn and a six pack and a flat, a checked flannel shirt. And, and I'm nice. And I look at my windswept locks and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And she's like, I kind of like you. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> she's the relatable character. She is. She's relatable in inverted commas. Yes. Um, and Lockjaw kind of gets injured. So he gets his ex, who's a, an, a vet doctor, a vet doctor, and also the animal doctor, a vet, <laughs> to, <laughs> um, to kind of help him, help him out. But she's not a nice person. She calls the authorities. And that's about it with that storyline, really. I get lots of storylines where it's like a thing happens and it's not, yeah. it's not part of the big, there's, there doesn't seem to like be a big idea here. There's just things happening. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I find the whole lockjaw thing very odd because it's like, I probably think she was right to call the authorities because it's a whole new mm. species of terrifying bear dog on Hawaii. They don't, yeah. It's really bad for biodiversity. I would. Like, imagine if you found like a giant prehistoric snake or something. You're yeah, like, I'd be like, we'll probably call this in because and someone's, yeah, someone, that's a problem. Exactly. Someone's saying, oh no, you can't call it in. It's my pet. I'm like, no, it fucking isn't. Like that's, that's dangerous that it, what if it's going to lay eggs? <laughs> yeah. Like have they not seen evolution? It doesn't end well. <laughs> it's like, Precisely. <laughs> um, Medusa meets Louise, who's a human woman. And she, Louise is the woman who ran, the, who did the moon rover. That, yeah. um, and Louise is Louise is klutzy and fun, um, but not that like fun. All scientists in the Marvel universe, like all female female scientists, have to be a little bit like, oh, I've got glasses on. I'm such a geek. Ooh. Oh no, I knocked something over. I'm so scatty and silly. My hair is messy, but in like a really nice way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I looked like a really Marvel female scientist. Louise is like the Claire Temple of this. She says things like, oh, this is so ridiculous. Like she points out the ridiculousness of it, even though the script just does not. <laughs> we don't um, we don't need her for that though, because we've all figured it out that it's ridiculous ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um and she also has the crystals inside the rocket, the little yeah. rocket, doesn't she? So when when how does she get those again? Did Medusa give them to her or something? It's confusing because before it was like her dad's ashes, wasn't it? And then the crystal. I think, oh, that was it. It was the ash, her dad's ashes, but I think Medusa switched them so that so he could hide the Terrigen crystals. Because Maximus's plan is that he wants he wants Black Bolt's DNA, so to, he can become inhuman. He can become inhuman, exactly. Yeah, and mm. therefore he can rule Atalan, even though he's already ruling it. Yeah. Um, so I think the crystals are put in the rocket for safekeeping, so or something along those lines. I think. Um, I know, but would you want to switch someone's dad's ashes so you could, like, it just feels a bit not cool. Shows how little respect she has for humans. A bit insensitive, yeah. They could have made Medusa, like, a, a quite quite unpleasant, but in yeah. kind of a fun way. Like, actually... Like a Cersei. Exactly. They make her a real kind of admirable um, queen figure. But mm. actually, I think they should have made her a lot more uh, yeah just like yeah more like Queen Cersei more um just quite unpleasant and her learning uh, almost being quite sort of 
speciesist towards humans unnecessarily yeah. um but they don't they it's like they couldn't go too far with that they wanted to make sure you were on their side even though as we said they're not a good royal family <laughs> no. well she's had her head shaved i she I, was, does, yeah. I showed chris that scene he was like how is it just a normal razor that they are using in this scene <laughs> like why is it not magical scissors or something i was like you know what i hadn't thought of that yeah like a, or like a lightsaber at least I'll do something, but it's just when he's like switches the button, he's like, Are you kidding? You yeah. have electric razors on your magical moon planet. Can you imagine if it ran out of charge and they're like, Oh, you're gonna have to wait there, we're gonna have to charge it up for an hour, <laughs> just sit still and continue crying. And I feel like it should have been more agonizing for her because that hair is like meant to be like an arm, mm. like lots yeah. of arms. but she's just like, Oh, my hair, <laughs> I've never had short hair before. <laughs> My beautiful hair. I don't know if it will look good. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> agonizing pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, they could they needed to go further. It was just, it was so like they had a vague idea and just went with it, but didn't didn't like storyboard it or go in depth or anything like that. So much time making that whole place look like ancient Greece and then just an electric razor backwards. Yeah. And I've, I say, you say it looks like uh, uh, ancient Greece. It's just like grey walls with some lovely low-level lighting. Yeah, a couple of pillars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bit That's of a draping or two and it's done. Yeah, it was about as ancient Greek as my flat is. <laughs> well, I think it was their version of what they thought ancient Greece looks like. It was, yeah, yeah. It was just, yeah, it was just kind of like a few pillars and a couple of corridors and mm. it was all grey as well. I was like, where's the colour? Where's the fun here? Like um, Thor's mm. world is more interesting to look at than this. Well, so much more. And it's basically the same story. Like Maximus is kind of like a poor man's Loki, isn't he? So Yeah. yeah. Um, Dr. Declan is unknowingly working for Maximus. Um, yes. So because Maximus did get Black Bolt's DNA um, and sort of gradually realises this and eventually is like, oh, no, no you're the good guys. Whoops, apparently, I mean, on the grand scheme of things, I guess you're better than that guy. It's fine. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, and at one point, Gorgon dies, and they bring him back to life. And yeah, he's there's like, no real no. high-stake stuff here, is there? Like, They spend a lot of time on Gorgon dying, um, and I think they really overestimated how much we'd care. <laughs> oh, that's the thing. Like, I mean, I did care in the sense that it was the only black character in the show and they were killing him off but yeah. um yeah then they brought him back and also i didn't really you know there's just no character development i literally didn't yeah. care about anyone there's also do you think there's something a little bit um stereotypical of the the black man is the big strong hulking thing it's hard to say isn't it i mean um, I, I don't know i i'm kind of like and and then the um the asian man is the sort of super clever cerebral yeah. one I don't think that they really, it's not, it's not Marvel's best attempt at diversity, is it? Let's just no, say. no, I felt that they would sort of, I mean, I guess they, they get lines and they get storylines and character and stuff. And that's more than some things do, or at least used to do. But there wasn't, there was no real innovation in that and no, no real sort of, or maybe why don't we like mix this up and do something cool with this? And, and yeah, none of that. Yeah. Really. And there was no, um, all the women look the same again, a bit like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but everyone just looks the same. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, Crystal, for instance, just looks like every single um, yeah. a blonde aspiring actress in Hollywood at the moment. I know, it's, but with some black stripes. <laughs> yeah, 
She's that, different. Yeah. <laughs> She's got personality. <laughs> um, through encounters with Maximus's guards and this um, this woman who can heal herself, who's like going after them, the Medusa and Black Bolt gradually discover that the people of Atalan are very unhappy and don't like them. And that's, that was kind of interesting that they learned from this bodyguard woman who yeah. is, she's going after the royal family, not out of support for Maximus necessarily, but more because she doesn't like the royal family because she's like, we're living in injustice and stuff. Yeah, um, she's fair. <laughs> but again, we don't see it. I think that's the problem. We don't see any of this. We just get told it and much, much later in the series as well. Mm. So well, um, it was kind of out of the blue, I thought. It explains it, but I'm also like, oh, okay, well... Maybe we could have had some of that at the start and that could have been part of it. But Yeah, for sure. That would have been really interesting. But it is probably the most interesting thing about them is that they are so flawed and that they mm. have been ruling people in such a terrible way for so long and that they had no idea. They're just like, we are loved for everyone. That would have been really interesting. But yeah. no, yeah. no time for that. There was, that's the th I think that was probably what made people really... Um, uh like upset about it and don't talk about it is that there is that potential there for like a really cool storyline but yeah they just it was was not fulfilled in any way shape or form um the royal family all eventually they reunite they get they find each other um and they head back to atalan to stop maximus but maximus reveals that he has suddenly reveals that he has some kind of fail safe where he, they can't <laughs> kill him otherwise yeah. atalan gets destroyed um, about it as well doesn't he say ah have a fail safe and you're like what why did you tell i just uh. does it do we explain what this fail safe is is he just connected to everyone yeah they don't really explain how the fail safe works to be honest it's just, he could be lying like i mean it's such a i know they all believe him yeah they're like okay that seems legit why would he lie <laughs> yeah can't can't fault that <laughs> um but they black bolt helps to evacuate everyone um and the people do go because they kind of end up revealing Maximus's true nature. So they've kind of overthrown um, a bad royal family and replaced them with a, another bad person. It's the French Revolution all over again. <laughs> I know. You should have gone for a, a nice elected government, but they did not think of that. So. No, not. Most revolutions happen like that, to be fair. Uh, again, could have explored that in the writing. Didn't. <laughs> Just didn't. <laughs> Then we also discover that, so Black Bolt always thought that he'd killed his parents accidentally because they gave him a letter when he was a child that said that he'd had surgery or was going to have surgery. An unnecessary lobotomy, I believe it was. <laughs> that was it, a lobotomy. <laughs> and, and that's why he goes, why? Like that, and that like, throws him into the air and kills him with his voice. Yeah. So he discovers that the letter was fake. They did not write it. And Maximus wrote it, knowing knowing that Blackbot would go, why? <laughs> it's a very strange plan that he had there. Because what if he had just been silently sad? <laughs> what What if the parents actually had a chance to be like, we didn't write this. We don't want to give you a lobotomy. Don't yeah, say anything. Why... No, no. <laughs> also, why did they even hand him the... Uh, I have so many questions, but they it will never make sense. And it's such, it's such a roundabout, risky way of doing i remember in um uh, when when i used to, i when I, I was like revising for gcse's and was at home all day i used to watch dynasty on oh my god yes. right and Din in dynasty they have this character gets killed and there's a whole sort of murder mystery around it for like 13 episodes or something and i remember the person it turns out to be the writers very deliberately chose the least likely person as in the person who has absolutely no connection to the 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 man who got killed but it's just this 
endlessly complicated plan, basically. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like that. It was like, you've just given him this weirdly complicated plan just to get some twist in. And yeah. there's too many, it brings up too many questions, too many holes. A little bit like Line of Duty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly that, yeah. I love that Triton just pops up alive and his whole reason for not being around is just he's just been swimming around. Probably having a great time. Like, <laughs> why has he been swimming around? They don't really explain. I think he was in hiding because he he'd been sent down on a mission be, by someone or something because he knew about Maximus's plan, which I'm kind of like, why don't you just tell them? I know. I, Before I go, I have some news. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way. <laughs> he's going to overthrow you. Um, so yeah, he pretended to be dead, I guess to hide. And mm. also because he's having a lovely time with the fishes. So yeah, when Black Bolt discovers what Maximus actually did, Black Bolt's like, well, we're all going to leave Atalan and... Oh, Black Bolt kills him and that destroys Atalan. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. And then it kind of ends there. And they're like, they do this speech where they're like, it's a new age of Atalan for all of us. We've learned the error of our ways, but we will never know if that's the case because there's no way they're going to make a second season of this. <laughs> no, well, he doesn't kill him, does he? He just sort of traps him in he rubble. He leaves him there, yes. So he's uh, king forever of his planet, but... Or as Crystal says, king of no one. <laughs> oh, such a good line. I mean, the magic of it. That's like... um uh being a child on the playground be like yeah well you're an idiot hmm. but i there, there were bits i thought could have been i mean there's so many bits that could have been done better but like medusa and black Bolt's relationship like when she's like i'm done being your interpreter i want to be taking mm. an active role in ruling that was interesting like it would have yeah. been nice to see that and also it seemed like maximus had a crush on medusa and he was sad that she didn't choose him yeah yeah but that didn't really make sense because he cut all her hair off and didn't even try and get her on side you know no exactly exactly and yeah just i think they that they needed to go back to the drawing board with the whole thing really i'm like i've seen like we've watched many things where i'm like just if they just tweaked this it would have been perfect but with this i'm like you need to just start again throw it out and start yeah. again <laughs> I love that uh, Maximus's last line is like, I am the king of Atalan. And you're like, you're, no. <laughs> you're like, and, all, all, and that guy, the guy who advises him, but also has a conscience, the gingerhead yeah. guy with the beard as well, who if, <laughs> Maximus is like, are you loyal to me? And the guy's like, um, yes. Like very obviously not. And Maximus is like, good. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> I believe that. And then, And then when Maximus kills him, it was so awkwardly edited because they obviously didn't want to show too much violence because he like slits his throat. The knife literally comes towards him and then in the immediate next shot, the guy just like falls to the floor. And oh, it was just really bad editing there where I'm like, you you had money. There's, no, there's not really an excuse here. Yeah, there's no money. <laughs> I don't know why. No. I don't know why any of it happened. It's just not, it's not good. And I'll say, oh, like, I have things that I'll say in the quiz, but. <laughs> just problems problems all around problems but i mean around, yeah. obviously you loved it so did you rank it above iron fist in your absolutely team? no yeah. i didn't i put it below iron i put it um, i don't know it's it's different it's kind of like it it was it was almost fun to watch because it was so bad you ever watch like really bad um b movies from the 50s where like the yeah. spaceships are on like little poles moving around and the mo the monsters are very obviously a man in a dress and stuff like yeah. it's um 
uh, it was what like watching one of those. It was just kind of really funny. But yeah, it's not it's not one where I'm going to be like the quality of writing was great. No, it's exactly it's like those those films that pop up on Netflix and go viral because it's so bad. It's yeah. just one of those, isn't it? But yeah, it's at least it's short. It's it is short. Yeah. It's only, only eight episodes. Eight sweet episodes, that's fine. I like the that. episodes aren't a full hour, they're all only 45 minutes. So <laughs> Yeah. That was a big plus point for me. If it had been like if it had been like ages of show, it'd been like 20 odd episodes. I think I would Can you imagine if this was 22 episodes? No. I mean maybe it would have been better because they would have had time to explore certain points, but I don't think they would. I think it just would have been the same, more yeah. terrible. Yeah. yeah. Longer, confusing. They would have just shoehorned in more things to happen. Just things yeah. would just happen, like in Agents of Shield, where it just rather than just stop and explore something, they're like, we need to move on from this immediately because the attention span of the audience is so short these days, which is nonsense because Netflix is like, actually, no, it's not. People can concentrate for a long time. <laughs> well, yeah, and also like, I mean, obviously, Game of Thrones finale has soured me on the whole experience, but the first series and like the first few series are brilliant TV, and it mm. is such a slow build. Like, think about everything that happens there like Fran yeah he gets chucked out a window in episode one but everything that happens after that is so slow and so developed and so well done and I feel like that's kind of what you needed here Netflix doesn't feel the need to introduce every single character in the very first episode like characters can come in in like episode five or six or something um and whereas I think with this a bit like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. they feel like they need to introduce everyone straight away so that you know every but I'm like you could have you could have saved a couple of raw family members for the next for a next episode or something you and you could yeah and it meant they didn't, more time dissecting the first ones or something definitely and it meant you didn't really like i mean just now we were saying oh we don't really know how this person's related and stuff so yeah you don't really get a sense of who they are or what their powers are even and you needed much and it's a, yeah a sense of who they are and a sense of the society that they're in as well like you've yeah. you've literally given us an alien society but you haven't told us much about it and you you get drip fed a few bits and pieces later on but it's not it's not it's not explained and you know that i think people enjoy fantasy because they like to be given a world where there's certain sort of rules and systems and stuff and start to like analyze that i think i think i would have preferred it if they twisted the whole thing for the modern age and had done it as if like maximus was the good guy you're on his side and the inhumans were the villains mm. yeah. i think that's more interesting personally way more like yeah a, a real sort of um uh yeah just something really different yeah yeah because I feel like nowadays we know that this is not cool and I don't think there's any way you can make it seem like they are the better option for the for the people you know of Atlanta. Yeah. or like so. I said make make them bad but redeemable and yeah. therefore you are behind them you're you're kind of wanting their society to get better through their yeah. a bit like um in uh, season two of The Handmaid's Tale, Serena Joy is yes. starts to see that she's redeemable. You don't yeah. hate her quite as much. You kind of want her to suddenly, like, even though she's done bad things, you kind of want her to then do well. You're kind of pushing her a little bit, aren't you? I haven't seen the next the series three, so I don't know how it turns out. But I actually agree. She does. She's the one of the most complicated characters I've seen up until season three. Because obviously, it'd be illegal for me to be watching season four right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> but she's on an interesting curve that like you do feel like okay so she was a, the worst in season one but season two you're like okay she's mm. she's isn't she's a very complicated she's not all good she's not all bad she's lots of shades of gray yeah which yeah. is what you want we love shades of gray we do and that's, of 
exactly all 50 of them and medusa like we say if she'd been a cersei like character who was evolving throughout that would have been much more interesting than just i'm medusa I was just thinking, I would have loved it if she was a Cersei-like character and Black Bolt was like her puppet. Yeah. Uh, and it was a kind of actually really toxic relationship and not, and because he do, can't speak, maybe she has that sort of power over him or something. Mm. And they could have had that dynamic where like the people are unhappy because even the king and queen are in a very toxic relationship that is just yeah it's just really bad and that and it, you don't want to see that in your in your leaders do you even though we do all the time but all um, the time <laughs> but like that's something that we criticize our leaders and our royals uh, royals for for um you know doing bad things in their lives and that would explain more about why the people are turning against them and actually take maximus aside initially yeah i agree i think it would be so much more of an interesting show to just flip it and have it from that side but no one ever asks us. That's the problem. No, no. Silly have, people always ask us. <laughs> we'd have fixed it. But there we go. I mean, what would you give it out of five? I mean, it deserves a zero. Maybe I'll give it a one just for the fun <laughs> factor of it. <laughs> so scathing. I love it. Um, Shall I do the quiz? I, I'm intrigued to know. Let's do the quiz. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if there's any fun facts in this. <laughs> well, I tried. Okay, what do you think it got on Rotten Tomatoes? Ooh, so I, Iron Fist got like 20 something, didn't it? So maybe around there. It got 11. <gasps> no. I know. 11. They said it sets a new low standard for the MCU. Nothing, literally nothing gets 11 on Rotten Tomatoes. I know. Tomatoes. It's or basically it, certified it, rotten. Or maybe people do get 11, but like it's, it's like not spoken of. So that's why we think nothing gets 11. Yeah. Yeah, they said it's got a new low standard, unimaginative narrative, dull design work, weak characters, disengaging, soapy melodrama. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, quite uh, agree with all of that. Reviewers literally destroyed it. Like, mm. you know, they, they actually ripped it a new one. So it doesn't matter. How <laughs> must it feel to be an actor in something like, like I, that? Like, I was just saying this. I was like, do you think they know before it comes out that it's terrible? Because they've watched it and they're like, oh, my God, no. Or do yeah. you think they're watching it? And they're like, oh, God, people don't like it. I can't believe it. I thought I did my best work. You must know in something like this, you must see that script written down and be like, oh, this is a bit clumsy. But I guess you're not going to know for certain if people are going to take to it. Because there are shows out there that are super popular and are absolute crap. Agents of yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. is one. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, may, maybe they, they're sort of hoping that people take to it despite its flaws. But that was not yeah. the Yeah, like the Ramsey Snow character, I feel like he really thought this was going to be his next big big break after game of friends but no no No. okay sorry um this show came up after another marvel show had been cancelled they wanted to pour more money into this what can you remember what it was we discussed it at the time uh agent carter yeah abc cancelled agent carter because they were like inhumans will be better this is what they thought. They were like, Inhumans is going to be amazing. It's better suited to TV. It's going to be like more family friendly. Um, yeah. And that oh, they were wrong. No. They were bless wrong. But, bless uh, their hearts. I mean, everyone makes, every like film, film production, production crew, like company makes decisions like that sometimes. I mean, Disney do though. Disney did um, push back Pocahontas and put lots of money into it because they thought it was going to be a massive hit. And we're like, oh, just throw the Lion King out there, like whatever. 
No, nope. <laughs> Lion King was one of their biggest hits. <laughs> oh my god! Big ones did well, but not as well as the Lion King. So it's interesting. I feel like Pog- Oh, I mean, we'll get into that when we do our Disney podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, lions are going to be more relatable to lots of people. No, completely. Um, okay, Atlanta is surrounded by a protective energy field. Do you know what shape it's in? A dome. It's a cone, actually, like an ice cream cone. Oh, how delightful. Um, in the uh, comics, it is actually a dome. Okay. But in, um, in this, it's like, so it's the quiet room. So Black Bolt sits under the, the apex. And if he accidentally produces any field sonic waves, they'll go up and into space okay. rather than yeah. into the city and destroy everyone, I guess. Oh. So that's nice. Um, the person who did the music for this series mm-hmm. uh, worked on one of the Netflix series. Um, uh, Jessica Jones? It was Jessica Jones, yeah. Um, But this is a 68-piece orchestra, the largest he'd ever worked with for television, and he said it was the best possible thing he'd done, like super thematic and grand. I don't remember any of the music from it, quite I don't recall the music at all. There wasn't there, like, I see your red door and I want to... There was he, that, but I don't think he can take credit for that. <laughs> I know, he can't take credit for that bit. So no. in the comics, mm-hmm. the Inhumans were introduced in Fantastic Four, actually. Um, okay. And they lived in a different hidden location. Can you guess where it was? Um, Atlantis. The Himalayan Mountains. <laughs> oh, it could be Atlantis, could be there. <laughs> yeah, no, so they, the humans and the Inhumans kind of knew about each other and they were a bit like, eh. Not fans. And as humans grew more and more mistrustful of them, then they relocated to the blue area of the moon. Ooh. What's the blue area? Is that the shadow bit? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They don't really (laughs) they don't really explain what the blue area of the moon is. It's the really sad area of the moon. It's blue. (laughs) It's just very depressing up there. I got I thought maybe, yeah, the bit that looks blue in the satellite images, the bit you can't see. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this is what sets them apart from mutants because they are granted their powers by these special ceremonies, basically. Right. But mutants are still in the Marvel universe. Like, so X-Men they're in mutants. X-Men. Yeah, but they're not in, like, if you think about Agents of Shield, it's all in humans, it's all Terragenesis again. Yeah. Uh, okay. So they've, because I think because X Men maybe owns the mutants, they've gone in human. Okay. Well, it's also it's yeah. different because mutants is like there's the evolutionary theme, whereas in this it's more like yeah, it's powers that are given to you by magic. Magic. Mutants are born uh, this way. <laughs> um, do you know why they chose to film it in well, why they based the Earth stuff in Hawaii? Um, <laughs> Hawaii, no, because it's pretty there. It is very pretty, but it's because they didn't want it to impact the rest of the Marvel universe. Don't think it did, really, did it? It It affected nothing. (laughs) Um, Ramsey Snow has played a superhero on screen once before. Not for Marvel. Marvel. Oh, is it a DC? like a sexy question. No. Oh, I don't know. Misfits. Oh, I've never seen it, but yeah, I I know of it. Oh, I think you'd quite like Misfits, actually. Um, one of the one of the inter- uh, Inhumans uh, has that leads their own Avengers group. Can you guess oh, really? who? In the comics, yeah. Uh, is it mm, Black Bolt? 
no <laughs> you're never gonna get it it's lockjaw he leads the pet avengers <laughs> oh that's cute he was cute lockjaw he was and i feel like that would be a fun spin-off for kids the pet avengers that sounds yeah. fun yeah um and then my last question someone is planning to reboot in humans can it's a it's another person who starred in the marvel cinematic world who starred in it and he well but as a role that he wouldn't see their face for oh um oh god i can't think no tell me it's Vin Diesel, so Groot. Oh, and he, okay. he wants to be Black Bolt, and he actually campaigned to star as Black Bolt before, but wasn't cast. So he there's a so now group. he's like, phew, <laughs> I didn't get it. Yeah, thank God, I'll do it again. Yeah, so they're planning on rebooting it, which seems weirdly quick because it obviously only just came out not that long ago. Mm. But I guess if they reboot it and it's good, then we can just forget about the TV series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I actually do wonder if it would be better as a film. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Or just yeah. a better TV series. Well, yeah, I think Vin should win. Yeah. Vin <laughs> should win. <laughs> should get in touch with us, because I like our plans for it. And We have some good ideas. Yeah, we'll tag him on Instagram when we put this live. Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, it was hard to think of questions again, because Stanley isn't even in it. Oh, is he not? Uh... No, he's not even in it. I think because he saw it, it was like, nope, and just walked on out. I'm um, not involved in this. <laughs> no, thank you. Don't use my face on any posters. Goodbye. Well, thankfully, we've talked about how Netflix uh, does things of slightly better quality. And we're going back to Netflix next time for another series. <laughs> Which one and are we going for? It's The Punisher. Ah, The Punisher. Yeah. Another series. Are you doing films again anytime soon? <laughs> uh, uh, we've got Runaways after that. Then it's Thor Ragnarok. And yes, Black Panther okay. right next to okay. it. So we've got some so- films coming up. <laughs> that's fine then we just have to get through these series we do we do but i'm interested to see what mr punisher has been up to i know his name's not actually punisher but i would like, love it if it was though if, it, if it, his surname is punisher with a name like that of course he's going to be a violent vigilante of course you'd be like well i've got to lean into this precisely yeah. all right we go from fantasy kid stuff straight to super violent stuff yeah <laughs> You've been listening to an episode of The Marvel Version. If you'd like to join in the conversation, you can tweet us at The Marvel Version. We hope you enjoyed the show and that you'll tune into the next fact filled episode. <laughs>